Well, today we have a lot of strange news stories to cover. Plus, I'm going to spend some time giving you my thoughts about the future of shortwave radio. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. We have a busy week ahead. A matter of fact, uh, last week was the second of six treatments, as has been mentioned before, as we go through this journey with bladder cancer. And and I'm feeling, I'm just going to tell you overall, these past mm, 10 days, I've been feeling pretty good. I have an attitude that is positive. I really see all the things that need to be done, and I'm trying to pace myself accordingly. I'll be sharing some of what I plan on doing over the next couple of months or so uh, on the program as well today. And as I mentioned, I'm going to spend a little time talking about some of the things that I know many of you that listen on shortwave, those of you, especially ham radio guys, will understand and, and and even answer some questions that I often see posted in social media from the shortwave listening community that may not understand the ins and outs of what a shortwave radio station is, how they are licensed, and all that goes with it. I'm not going to spend a a lot of time in in heavy detail, but I'd like to just give you an assessment of where I think shortwave radio is, what it needs to be, and what it can be. And and I, I hope you'll hang around for that today. And then all the strange news stories of the past couple of weeks. I mean, you know, how do you sort this out? I look back since the beginning of this radio program. When we started in August of 2020, right there in the height of the first year of the pandemic. This is pre-any kind of vaccine stuff. This is when people were still running around wearing multiple face diapers and social distancing and walking up aisles one way, driving in cars in raincoats, uh, face diapers, face shields, and rubber gloves all by themselves with the windows up. I mean, I was seeing this all over, and it was like, what is wrong with these people? What have we done to the psyche of normal people to destroy their minds, their ability to think? The propaganda effort was huge and unyielding. And I look at so many of the things that have occurred since the beginning of 2020 that all have their roots going back several years prior. Don't think any of this thing, this whole thing with COVID was just an accidental lab leak in Wuhan. I'm beginning to doubt if if Wuhan is even the source. I am convinced it is a man-made, manipulated virus. There's no doubt about that. Follow the money. But Wuhan is not the only laboratory on the planet where these kind of, well, illegal viruses were being played with. And I say illegal because these gain-of-function testing and and work was illegal to be doing in this country for many, many years. But Anthony Fauci, the liar, the reprobate, the disgusting individual, the mini-mangla, didn't really care what the law said. He loved his money, his power, his job, and he didn't care how many people died because of his experimentations because the man has no soul. I'm convinced the man is soulless. 
He has to be to be such a reprobate, such a filthy, disgusting liar. He will stand before God and the lies will not save him. He may get by with it in in closed-door congressional hearings. He may get by with it on CNN and MSNBC and the mainstream media and the New York Times and, and the Biden administration that love him and adore him. But this man was a failure in government, and he proved what I've always thought about a lot of people in government. They rise to the highest level of their inefficiency and get paid more money automatically. Fauci is, was the highest paid federal employee, just in salary. And he was hired to to stop the AIDS epidemic. And he had all kinds of grandiose ideas, every one of which was a failure. Matter of fact, the entire his entire life and career is nothing but a profiteering failure. Oh, he's made lots of money on patents along with his big salary. And of course, he's going to protect his nest egg. And I really believe this is my opinion. Uh, I begin to wonder, are these ill-gotten gains? But be that as it may. And, and so when we started talking back in 2020, I started giving you my opinion of what I thought. Obviously, this was not... The one narrative they tried to float to start with was the idea this could never have been made in the lab, that it came naturally from a bat in some cave and ended up 300 miles away in Wuhan, and and this bat then infected somebody, and it was a dead bat to boot. You know, I mean, come on. And, and we're supposed to believe that some meat market, wet market in Wuhan is the source of all this because of some bat. Some old bat from 300 miles away. None of it made any sense. But then you go back to 2019, event 201. What would happen if a coronavirus was to break out and become a global pandemic? How are we going to survive this? And all the work that went in to make that event in October of 2019 a stellar success involving John Hopkins University involving the Bill Gates Foundation and so many other well-known entities at the time. And, and you know they just didn't throw it together in October. This had been planned for months, maybe even years. I mean, the software was already prepared. You know, the death ticker we saw in 2020 had been developed for Event 201. Isn't that amazing that everything we needed for this pandemic to roll it out with all the fear and all the international coordination had been done in advance in October? Kind of the little quick dry run. How many years was that planned? How many years was gain of function done? And so I've come to conclude something. When you look over these past years, and since the beginning of this program, I have always been incredibly cautious to make sure that anything that I share with you, I have a strong level of confidence in what I'm telling you, that regardless of the mainstream narrative, something is not smelling right. And, and I look now. I was called a conspiracy theorist. I have the emails to prove it. I, and many of you, the same thing. 
We talked about how this pandemic was being used to to alter international commerce, to alter an American election, to alter our banking, to alter everything that we do and get people used to a very powerful government, not not just nationally, but I believe eventually globally. That's the goal, my friends, a global government, a global one world religion, a global currency. You know, there's no doubt about it. And so a lot of the stuff that was coming out in 2020 and even slightly before and then in 2021, people would laugh at you. You know, the MSNBC people were just like just laughing and laughing and, and mocking and ridiculing anybody that was thinking the way I do. And yet the one thing I can say, as I look back now, we were right. They were wrong. But will they ever admit they're wrong? Of course not. The double-minded reprobate cannot admit to their own failures. They will ignore them and move on to the next failure and the next lie and the next issue of the day. And those that have no ability to reason that now live in a world of delusion will believe every word of propaganda they're being they're being fed by these media sycophants, talking head reprobates, bubble-headed, just buffoons. And here in the United States, in our White House, we have a compromised individual, mentally, morally, physically, and spiritually, he's compromised. And compromised, I believe, legally in terms of, I think, selling out his, his government. And, and whether the idea of dementia or his inability is an actor for real, I don't know. But I'm like a lot of others. I, I'm really not certain that he's going to be on the ballot come November. From Super Tuesday until the convention is my belief that something is going to change. Even if he's leading in the, in, in the Democrat primaries, I think something is going to change. I know that CNN tries to prop up anybody going up against Trump. Hey, a CNN poll. Well, a CNN poll ain't worth the toilet paper it's written on. Sorry. I don't trust CNN. They are a known... They will do anything the White House tells them to do. They have no conscience. They have no standards. They're not journalists. They're propagandists. If you have CNN on your TV, find a way to block it. It's not worth watching. MSNBC, if you have any credibility, any any decency, you'll never watch it because it's just lies and garbage. Pretty much anything that comes from the National Broadcasting Company I don't watch anything from NBC TV, any NBC product. I don't have Comcast in my home for, for cable or internet anymore. I refuse to deal with that disgusting company. They have lousy customer service, and they're just evil to the core. So I'm not going to mess with them. But here's some of the things we do know that have been proven true. And in these last weeks, you know, the name... Epstein has come up a lot. Epstein did not kill himself. Let's go with the things that have leaked out that I'm pretty certain are factually true. 
there was an elite pedophile island. There's no doubt in my mind about that. There, there's and and why some people are being thrown under the bus, I don't know, but a, I think a lot more are going to be protected. There was an elite pedophile island, uh, part of a larger intelligence honeypot blackmail operation, in my opinion, that has been used to control global policy decisions. In other words, you get somebody there. High-level politician, high-level banker, multi-millionaire, billionaire, people with influence. You get them to that place. And now you've got a, a videotape of these pedophiles having sex with underage girls. Now, remember, you I can remember how many years ago when the word Pizzagate came out. You remember that? We were told that that was just a, a a QAnon conspiracy. It's all fake, phony. It's 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 just nonsense. You know, only an idiot would believe in it. And and a guy from ABC, the American Broadcasting Corporation, worked tirelessly to debunk it. And then so this way, the New York Times and the Washington Compost and all of the newspapers and and the major networks and MSNBC could proudly get on their platforms and exclaim to the world. Pizzagate is just a QAnon conspiracy theory with no merit. Because a guy at ABC, a respected journalist, yes, a journalist had figured it out and and gotten to the root of it. So nothing to see here, folks. Move on. The reporter that did that extensive investigation about pedophilia and debunking Pizzagate is now going to prison for being a pedophile and having child porn on his computer. But you don't see MSNBC shouting that from the rooftop. You don't see ABC making it a big deal out of it. No, they're not going to touch it. There is no doubt that our world is increasingly being run by rich pedophiles. I'm serious. And why pedophiles? Because a pedophile... Somebody that would want to have sex with an underage child, a preschooler, or even in some cases a baby, is the sickest individual on the face of the planet. Evil to the core, nothing redeeming in them, no hope, delusional. And somehow, because of their satanic attraction, they have received a tremendous amount of worldly power and they want to feed their disgusting sexual perversion. And those in real power bring them in, but they compromise them. They've got the goods on these people. And, and, I'm, and I know that there's a lot of them on the left and I'm, I'm sure we're going to be very surprised that there are a number of so-called conservatives conservatives that may be on that list as well. This is how they have controlled so much for so long. I am convinced now that Pizzagate was and still is real. I believe that Epstein 
became a multi-billionaire because he was able to facilitate for many governments and intelligence agencies like RCIA, which has people like Clapper and, and Brennan, who should be in prison for the rest of their lives, if not literally sentenced for treason and punished accordingly. That includes the entire 51 intelligence agents that that swore that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. They knew full well it was it was real. But these in, these intelligence agents are compromised people by the pedophilia crowd. All of them. And so you and I, called Q followers and conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, vaccine deniers and COVID deniers, became the most demonized and discriminated of people, not just the last three years, but really going back to 2016. There's no doubt in my mind this has been going on for quite a while. Of course, the left, which is thoroughly compromised and controlled by the pedophile elites around the globe will never admit we were right they gotta make sure that it's wrong that we're always under attack look i there's several things that i am more and more convinced of each and every day number one the 2020 election was highly compromised they used the cover of covid to get it done you cannot tell me that some individual getting paid a tremendous amount of money photographing the ballots, hundreds of them in their hand before they put them in the drop box. They're photographing them on their cell phone and they're doing it at 3.30 in the morning when there's nobody around. Oh, yeah, it's COVID, Bob. Don't you know they wanted to make COVID's never out at 3 a.m. So they dump them in there and these same clowns keep coming back night after night after night with bags of ballots to dump in these boxes and the signatures are never verified thank you brian kemp and and ratberger in georgia you allowed election an election to be stolen and the loss of two senate seats put in the hand of reprobates and disgusting individuals but you didn't care because it's all about your future power money because you're fake and phony conservatives you never were a conservative you never will be and you are worldly and you didn't care and your hatred of trump when he called you out has clouded your judgment speaking of georgia i got a kick last week you know fanny willis paying how many hundreds of thousands of dollars to her new lover who is married, who's now getting divorced because of all of this, and the Georgia taxpayers paid for lavish vacations, which were working seminars, of course, to get Trump. The disgusting people, the sexual perverts that run this world, never cease to amaze me in the things that they're willing to do. Speaking of perversion, like I say, I've got a few stories in this segment I want to get through before the bottom of the hour, and then I'm going to change direction entirely. Drag queens in churches, I was reading a story about Allendale United Methodist Church already under fire for allowing minors to attend drag queen shows during their worship services, disregarding Florida law that prohibits from exposing children to sexualized performances. 
This kind of stuff is going on all the time. And these synagogues of Satan that pretend that they are churches are out there. And we'll be talking about that too as part of my discussion about shortwave and and dying churches. You know, I'll just say this much. There are many churches that if they die and would shut their doors tomorrow, I would rejoice and praise God. These synagogues of Satan, I pray that God would shut them down permanently and their memory be erased. But these perverts, they're out there and they're coming for your children. Sexual perversion, compromising the faith once delivered to the saints, lazy Christians that can't find their way to church anymore. Oh, well, you know, I got to get down to Home Depot, Bob. I mean, I got some work to do around. No. Well, well, well maybe we got COVID again. You know, we can't go to church with COVID. We, we can go to the Home Depot. We can go to the grocery store. Uh, we can go to a restaurant. We just can't go to church for COVID. Do you understand? Because we're all going to die if we go to church. Excuses. Look, I know there are people, and I understand this, that at least for a season may be stuck having to work on a Sunday because our our country has long since abandoned even any modicum of being respectful to an almighty God, and now it's about the almighty dollar. I get it. I understand. And I understand there are some jobs out there like the fire department and certain utilities and and necessities where some people do have to work on a Sunday. But I'm sure that those who would like to worship could be accommodated. But a lot of places don't even want to bother to do that anymore. Why not? Even the post office demands some of their people that used to go to church every Sunday suddenly to satisfy the desires of Amazon. We have to deliver those Amazon packages on Sunday now, so you can't go to church because Amazon is our church. It is our God. It is what we worship. I have one more little story that I want to share with you. If you want a window to the world, and oftentimes even to the most corrupt, immoral people and sycophants and sickos on the face of the earth, you can find them on TikTok. Oh, yeah. You can find them on TikTok. I don't care if it is a preschool teacher with nose rings and tattoos and and all kind of facial piercings talking about trying to determine if a preschool child is transgender or or gay and and wanting to help that child achieve their fullness without their parents' knowledge, of course. Or school librarians that are angry that you're daring to question why they're putting pornography into middle school libraries. Or school boards that don't want to hear about it. What do you mean your daughter got raped? Well, we'll just move the rapist to another school. I mean, and that was a case, you know, in in Virginia where a guy that identified as a woman was allowed to use the women's bathrooms and he raped a high school student. And what did they do? Did they prosecute him? Did they deal with the situation? No, they moved him to another school. And when the father came to the school board meeting to object... 
and and want to know what they're doing about this. He was the one tackled by the police, or I should say the Gestapo. Any police officer that would tackle a man protecting his daughter should be fired, removed, and forbidden from ever serving in that office as a police officer or law enforcement for the rest of their life. They're unworthy. I don't care if it's Loudoun County. I don't care if it's the RMP, that incident last week where that lying filth of an RMP agent lied about assault. And then you can see the, I, I can see why they dropped the charge, charges against the Rebel News reporter, because there was too much video proving that the, the RMP officer was a filthy liar. But the fact that he's still employed, not fired, and facing charges is what I find even more disturbing. In other words, the Gestapo agents that are out there in the police and in in our own government and the gov- governments of Canada, Germany, United Kingdom, you've got Gestapo agents now working for the pedophiles. This is what it's come down to. And so you, you wonder what's wrong with our country, the propagandists, those that have been grooming kids and young people for the last 15, 20 years, one at a time. They have destroyed the mental health of millions. And I want you to listen. This I'm looking at the guy's picture. It is a guy. There's no doubt it's a guy. He is built like a guy. He's got a nose ring. He's got an Adam's apple. But he thinks he's a girl. Dresses like a girl. And he's all bent out of shape. Listen to what is really disturbing him today. Yes, general preferences are always transphobic. No, but seriously, deciding that you don't want to be intimate with someone because of the genitals they have is transphobic, particularly like if you think about in this case, this means that this person is not open to dating trans women, which invalidates their womenhood. Not only that, it makes assumptions about the way that trans people are going to want to use those genitals. The idea that trans people use the body parts that they have in the same way that cis people with those same body parts do is transphobic. Say it with me. General preferences are always transphobic. So let me quickly put this into perspective. I think most of you can tie it all together. Here is a guy probably in his 20s who wants to pretend he is a girl. He wants to kind of look like a girl, even though he looks like a guy. I'm looking at I'm looking at the video in the picture. You can hear his voice and he's all bent out of shape. Now, number one, understand that what he's already telling you is he has not had any of the affirmation surgery, if you catch my drift. He's still a guy pretending to be a girl, and he's really upset that men out there won't want to date and be intimate with him. Man, I feel like a woman. Because he's not really a woman. He's a fake woman. And he doesn't want to be considered a fake. You have to believe the lie in his delusion to the point that you're willing to be intimate with another man. In other words, a homosexual. But no, that's transphobic. And that's the new dirty word that's out there besides racist and and conspiracy theorist and, and Christian and you name it. I mean, this is the world in which we live. And they're out there. And they are a growing and accepted force in our culture. And those that hold to a clear biblical worldview, we are now the enemy. Those that believe in truth, those that believe 
in verifiable absolutes, we are now the enemy. You must have a distorted, controllable mind. And the more perverted you are sexually, the easier you are to be manipulated. I mentioned that at the beginning of the program. Think about it for just a moment. Think about it. The pedophile class of billionaires and their intelligence apparatus really controls the world. More than I think we ever want to admit. And right now, they feel under threat. And like a caged animal, they will do anything they can to protect themselves, no matter what the cost. Now, when I get back in a couple of minutes, I want to talk about the future of shortwave, what I believe the future of this radio program is and can be, the opportunities we may have for a season that we better take advantage of now, or the door or the window is going to close. And, and I have said this many, many times in the past. When God gives you an opportunity, you're going to be held accountable if you use it or not. Let me just say that again. If God gives you an opportunity, you're going to be held accountable if you fail to use it. I've tried to use every opportunity that I can. Sometimes they work great. Sometimes not so great. But I'm not going to stop trying. Because... This, this is a lost and dying world that needs to hear the gospel. It needs to know the truth. It needs these little lights out there. Now, look, I'm not some big-time, massive radio program with an audience like a Sean Hannity or what have you. I, I'm, not, I'm not a Tucker Carlson, but I'm also not compromised. I'm not saying necessarily they are, but I'm saying I'm not a big target. So I, I'm less concerned about losing money because I don't have any sponsors to lose money from. There's nobody out there uh, that can get rid of me the way I do this program. There's no sponsors to cut me to cut me off from like they've done to others in the past. I'm a small voice reaching people literally all over the United States and Canada. From California to Alberta to Ontario province to Virginia to Florida and all points in between. New Hampshire, United Kingdom from time to time, even down in Australia via shortwave. Hawaii via shortwave. We have quite a global footprint. But there's not millions of listeners, but they're scattered out there. And you become little beacons of light, a little, a little light against the darkness. I'll talk more about it in just a moment, but I do need to mention that we can always use your financial support. We're not a big operation. I'm an unpaid employee, but I believe it's vital that I continue to do this, this radio program as long as God gives me voice and open channels to be on. Currently, we're facing another bill coming up for WTWW. It's not inexpensive. And, and I think what's going to have to happen there is I need to find other programmers willing to invest in some of the airtime. All the hours that it's on right now, pretty much I cover. And, and I've made time available uh, to help Jim Calhoun. But we have hours that could be, if some ministry or somebody would like to have some time, I, I can help them there and keep this 
block of time open. And I'll talk more about that in just a few minutes and also about what I think the future of shortwave radio is and what can be done and what I think will ultimately happen. But for now, if you're willing to support us to stay on WRMI, to stay on WTWW, I need to hear from you. Would you be kind enough to consider supporting us? If you would, you can go to our website, Truth, the numeral two, like Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth, two, ponder.com. There is information on how to hear us and how to support us in the menu. Or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. Once again, make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman, the unfollower, coming up. Shalom Aleichem, this is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Are you a disciple of the Lord? Well, a disciple follows the Lord. And you say you follow the Lord, but to follow the Lord also means to not follow. You can't follow without not following. When Messiah called the disciples, he called them first to stop doing and stop following what they were doing before. Drop your nets. It wasn't about nets. It was about following a different way of life. He, he called Matthew to stop being a tax collector. You have to stop following something in order to follow something. So if you're the Lord's disciple, then you have to also not only become a follower, but an unfollower. You can't serve two masters. You can't follow two rabbis or leaders. So just as important as it is to learn how to follow God, it's it's as important to learn how to not follow everything else, the world, anything else, to become an unfollower, to stop following what you've been following your whole life. As followers of Messiah, you've got the power to become an unfollower, to learn to use that power, to be an unfollower. When you hear the voice of temptation, you don't have to follow it. You hear the voice of the flesh, the voice of anger, the voice of lust anymore. You don't have to follow it. You're an unfollower now. You don't have to follow the voice of, of addiction anymore or the past anymore or what's been done to you or the victim anymore. The world, the television, the internet, you don't have to follow it anymore. You have the power to drop your nets and make a clean break. Because the Lord has not only given you the privilege of being a follower, but the power of being an unfollower. Want more? Ask for the Magnificent Seven on CD. Now, the free gift for you. The mystery hidden in the sands of Judea, better than Rage of the Lost Ark, and it's real. Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD, you'll love it, and Sapphires, your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. Write it down, and you call it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1, Yeshua-1. And I might need to join me in ministering to the 
bring the good news back to the people who gave it to you. Israel, the Jewish people, and the unreached peoples on every tribe and tongue and every continent. Amazing. The farthest way you'll ever, you can ever spread the gospel through Shoei Radio. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. 1-800-YESHUA, Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Alechem, be an unfollower so you can be a follower of, of the Lord Messiah, Rabinu, our teacher. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. So glad to have you along today on the program. It's a Monday, a brand new week. We have completed two of our therapy sessions for the bladder cancer. So far, so good. One more this week, the halfway point of six. And just to give you some idea of what some of our plans are, and I want to share this with you. We are hoping and praying, and we are planning to, when the therapy is done, I've got a few things that really need to get done. I'll be making a very brief trip to South Carolina from Virginia to take care of some church functions. And then, and God willing, around the 12th of February, we are going to be driving down to Florida my wife and I desperately need on so many levels. We need to be down there. We own a home there still, though we have family members staying there. And there are many things that have been just piling up that have to get done. We have doctor things that need to be done. And while I'm there, I do plan to visit and spend a little time with WRMI, the shortwave station that we are on very much so Uh, It is probably our primary station right now. And as many of you know, I'm a believer in shortwave radio. So, of course, I'm going to do anything that I can do to keep as many of these radio stations on the air as possible. Shortwave radio doesn't have near the audience in terms of percentages that it once had. Now, when my grandparents were youngsters, so to speak, in in the 1920s when radio came along and then in the later 30s and 40s, that big radio they had in their home included shortwave. My grandparents used to tell stories that they could listen to the radio stations where they lived at locally and also oftentimes at night listen to the news from the BBC because it came beaming in from overseas into the United States. When we got into the 1950s, the the radios began to change, FM began to grow, and now to have shortwave takes, you have to buy a radio specifically that has shortwave in it. You go to the stores today, I can remember 30 years ago, you went to the stores, you found all kind of radios for sale at your Kmarts and, and the Walmarts and any kind of a a department store and now they're getting increasingly hard to find but they're out there and there are many radios and a a number of you have already shared the, the radios that you have and have had good results with and i'll be putting together 
a webpage with those suggestions. For those that listen as a podcast that have never bothered to listen on shortwave, I'm telling you, it's a good idea to have one. It really is a good idea to have one. I was looking at a list here in front of me of privately owned shortwave radio stations in the United States and a much longer list of now, well, defunct broadcasters that used to be. And and some of them I, I never really knew, but a number of them I, I do remember. I, I had the privilege of working in the 1980s and 90s for a transmitter manufacturer, and we built a lot of shortwave equipment that went around the world in all kind of power levels. And many of those transmitters we built then are still on the air today. Now, I'm looking at some of the, it's a pretty long list of stations that have been off the air, some cases for a long, long time. But there's like about 30 or 40 stations that used to be that are no longer around. There used to be one in Dallas, Texas, a KAIJ. Uh, there was also High Adventure Ministries in Guam. Uh, Honolulu had one. There was Trinity Broadcasting had one in Salt Lake City. There was the Superpower. Um, it got sold, became KTBN, which then disappeared. Recently, KVOH, and we were on that station. They have ceased broadcasting last year. And in their case, it's a little different. It's not that they wanted to cease broadcasting, but two things happened to them. Number one, their site became, well, too valuable, and the people that really owned the land around it and the land they were on decided they wanted a massive increase to stay there. On top of that, the electric rates in California are insane. And so it... it, came down to they could no longer afford to maintain the facility the transmitter they had was literally built in the mid-1950s and still running after all these years and so the decision was made number one to buy a 50 or 100,000 watt transmitter brand new is getting to be cost prohibitive so the secret is keeping these older units running for a long period of time, which which can be done. But with the cost of electricity and, and all things considered, they made the decision they could no longer continue to run losing money, and so the site was dismantled this, this past year. And then there's World Harvest Radio that's been around. They had several stations, um, one in South Carolina, which has been off the air, I think that the folks at WBCQ tried to buy it. The FCC never approved it. Long story I'm not going to get into. And then there's there was one in Georgia, um, a couple in Georgia, small ones, but they've been gone for years. And some were around in the 40s and 50s and, and vanished. Uh, a number of them ran primarily during the Second World War. And there was one that I actually visited a number of years ago to make a repair, KJES, and that it was in Vado, New Mexico. I can remember flying out to Texas and, and then being driven out to this site in the middle of the desert uh, to work on a transmitter that had been built down in South America. And I look at where we are today. 
in stations that are still active. And there are some ministries and organizations that have radio stations in places like Alaska and Guam and, and Hawaii. But there are still a few, still a few domestic shortwave stations in the 48 states. You've got The Planet, which is WBCQ in Monticello, Maine, and they operate on several frequencies. You have WEWN, which is the Eternal Word Network. They broadcast out of Alabama. WHRI, they're technically down in the lower part of South Carolina, but I don't think they're on the air currently. There's WINB in Red Lion, Pennsylvania. There's a a unique station that just does upper sideband out of Milton, Florida. WMLK, Assemblies of Yahweh in Bethel, Pennsylvania. And, of course, WRMI, which I'm familiar with in Okeechobee. That station was founded by Harold Camping and the Family Radio Network. And uh, after he made a prediction of the world's end that didn't happen, that station fell onto hard times. And the original Radio Miami, a small station in Miami, took over the operation and, and moved their base of operations to Okeechobee. Then you have WWCR, uh, Worldwide Christian Radio, WTWW that we're on, out of Lebanon, Tennessee, and there's WRNO. And I've been trying to reach the folks to find out more about WRNO. I know they're on the air from time to time, but I can't seem to get anybody to contact me back. So, in essence, you've got, in terms of viable stations that are usable for ministries like this, you might have WBCQ, you might have WINB if they had time that is open, uh, WRMI, WTWW, and WWCR. And maybe someday I'll hear from WRNO. So you've got just a handful of stations out of a list of what used to be 40 or 50 of these bohemoths in the United States. And I know firsthand in many cases, most of these transmitters date back to the 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe the 90s in some cases. And, And the design of these things has not changed all that much over the years. I've had people ask me questions because of my background. Well, couldn't they just go to... These transmitters, by the way, all use tubes. Well, can't they go solid state? There's no manufacturer that I know of that builds a solid state shortwave transmitter. They make AM transmitters for medium wave, but there's nobody building that are type accepted any 50,000 watt, which is the minimum power acceptable for a domestic transmitter in the United States. Not like other countries where you can use 10,000 or 5,000 or 15,000 or 25,000 watts. And yes, even in parts of South America, 1,000 watts. I built a number of 1,000 watt units back in the day. And a lot of that goes back to the mentality of make it too expensive for people to go build them. And that really was a lot with it. Any of you ham operators know, and I've seen this firsthand, five or 10,000 watts on the right antenna could cover the United States. 15,000 watts, definitely. 50,000 watts is not needed. Now, why am I saying this? Because I believe the day's going to come 
Now, I don't think a lot of those young people with their iPhones in government even know that shortwave exists. If it's not on their iPhone, it's not in their world. They're aware of AM and FM and television and cable and satellite, but, you know, shortwave radio, what's that? I want to see these stations thrive and, and succeed. I want to see WRMI and WTWW continue to, to be functional. There are some that I wish could still be on the air, like KJES, but they're long gone. And others, I would love to find out more about what is going on with the one in Furman, South Carolina. Is it possible to resurrect it? It is a monstrous sight. But I can't do it. I mean, my wife and I, we are just, we're, we're living on very tiny fixed incomes. We're just ha- we just happen to be blessed with two homes that are paid for because of the lives where we came from and how we live. And so I still believe in the power of shortwave radio. I've always believed that an ideal location would be somewhere like Belize with a 10, 15, maybe 25,000 watt transmitter, a double log periodic, aim one to the West Coast, one to the East Coast of the United States. You could reach the United States. Uh, fairly effectively from a place like Belize. But I want to see these stations succeed. And in particular, WRMI and WTWW, where I have connections and people that I know. Like I say, the folks at WRNO have never gotten back to me, and I'm, I have no idea of what they're doing. And, and I'm, I'm just, my heart is broken that we lost uh, KVOH in Los Angeles. But it wasn't that they wanted to go. And there are some others. There was one that was supposed to be built in New Mexico. KIMF never got built. Uh, There's once there was a station in San Francisco, KJEI, they're gone. Uh, And and so there were some great facilities. There's a couple of others never built. Um, I, I would just like to see what could be done. There was actually one in McCarryville, Georgia. Um, I don't know what their story is. I, I really don't. But but I want to see the few that are left, like WW. Well, there's another one that was that got gone too in Macon, Georgia. Shortwave is going to become increasingly useful for those that have the radios, and here's why. We know, and I want you to think back in your mind, not that many years ago, 2020. Remember when Twitter was just clamping down on all the disinformation, the misinformation regarding COVID, and then the elections and everything else and the politics, and and then in 2021, even more so, you know, with stolen elections, they, they, they would just de-platform you, minimize you, throw you off Facebook, or I call it fascist book, no different. The social media tyrants, they collude together with the pedophiles and not the pedophile class that runs this globe and do their bidding. They really do. And I'm going to say it. Prove me wrong. Now, let's go back to the year 2020. Remember when a competitor came along to challenge Twitter called Parler? A lot of people invested in it, and it began to grow exponentially in 2020 as an alternative to the increasingly uh, government-controlled and and elitist-controlled Twitter at the time. 
And then there were these reports that maybe Parler was used to coordinate January the 6th. Well, well, ha. You know, when that happened, it just took an accusation. By the way, January 6th was an inside job coordinated by our FBI and intelligence agencies. The sooner you come to that reality that it was not Trump that did it, that this was planned, this was a planned insurrection by Democrats to shut down what was happening that day. Saw some video the other day of of the hearings, and they were getting close to really dealing with the stolen election, and then all hell broke out. Hmm. How could that be? Well, you make sure you don't have any security. Make sure you've got 250 intelligence agents dressed as MAGA uh, people in the crowd trying to get people to go into the building. This was a planned insurrection. And if people are not put in prison in this government who made this happen, including Nancy Pelosi, who did not want security, the mayor of, well, you remember the mayor of D.C., even though it was asked for, it was denied. There's a reason. They didn't want to be found out. But see, Parler got shut down. They was kicked off the Apple platform. Uh, and, and the next thing you know, Amazon web servers pull the plug. And it was it was killed. It was destroyed in a matter of a couple of days. Parler returned to Google Play on the 20, uh, back in September of 2022. But it's still not operating. It's nothing to it. It's a great idea. And it's now dead. I think anybody that gets too close in electronic media on the internet is always going to be a target. I mean, really, it's going to be a target. Shortwave radio is not a big target. They really don't know, don't care. And like I say, the, the ones that run around with their eye thingies all the time, you know, their iPads, their iPhones, their earbuds, and that's their world. And, and they look at social media and, and Spotify and all the music sources. That, that's, where they're, that's where they will come after. Now, this is a podcast. And it actually is in the top 10% globally. Now, now, that doesn't mean much because there are so many thousands or hundreds of thousands of podcasts. To get in the top 10% is, you know, means that I've got more than a dozen or something. It, it, well, actually, it's in the thousands, but still. The podcast is not where the income comes from this program. It really comes from primarily, primarily those of you that listen on shortwave radio. And I want to increase that footprint. And I want to know that somebody's planning a way to still reach this country, even from offshore, if it becomes more difficult to broadcast on a shortwave station. I believe that we are going to have a window of opportunity this year. It's going to be a very... It's going to be a roller coaster ride up and down through the primaries, through the election, through anything they can throw at you, uh, through the attempts to get Trump in prison for all these trumped up, pardon the pun, charges that they would. And they're never going to go after Biden. He can sell out America and, and rip you off. And, and that's fine. I mean, because he's protected. Mayorkas, I mean, who is allowing millions of people to cross the border to permanently change elections. He's he's fine. He belongs to the elitist. He's controlled by what I call the pedophile billionaire elites. So is Biden. So are them all. 
all of these perverted people pushing transgenderism and all of this garbage into these formerly decent mainline churches that are now apostate. I, I try to build a little church. It's hard to get people to come. Why? Because we've been almost vaccinated against Christianity or we have too many cultural Christians, people that are not really committed to the cause of Christ. I believe in short wave. And so when my wife and I make a trip in about a month from now, yeah, it's just about a month from now, down to Florida, we'll be spending three and a half weeks, I think, and I'm trying to get somebody to help cover the church here while I'm gone. I just have no choice. This trip must be made. It really has to be made. And we'll be producing the radio program during those days from Florida while we're down there. And I'll be working on a few projects and also, like I say, things that we absolutely have to. We have not, my wife and I have not taken a vacation in in ages. I, I can't, we, we've never really taken one. We've taken a weekend. We've never had a vacation. We never even had, I mean, seriously, we have, we have not had the time in years, eight years. It's just been a matter of work and this program. I've never taken time off from this show. I work on it each and every week. The church, the same way. But this is a necessity for health and for things that just must be done. And and so your prayers are needed. But we'll still be on the radio. Pray about how we can expand our shortwave footprint. I really want to see more airtime. I would I would love to see WTWW on the air in the daytime too. And, and not just my program, but other teaching and quality programs on that station to make it viable. And more programs even on WRMI and maybe some of these other stations that could make better use of what they're doing. That's why I come to you each and every week. Shortwave is going to be very important. And I believe if you don't have a shortwave radio, you need to start investing. You can find radios literally $20 all the way into the hundreds. And I've got one probably in the $80 price bracket that is excellent. And others have suggested similar larger radios and smaller radios and and what have you, and we'll share them next week. If you do believe in our ministry, would you visit our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. At the website, look on the menu. You can find a way to support us, how to listen to us, and everything else. We use Give, Send, Go. Or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. The City, Chilhowie. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. Pray about what you can do to help keep truth to ponder on the air. And until we get together tomorrow, may God richly bless you is my prayer. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truththenumber 2 
and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.